from ASE certified expert technicians to new smart services that keep you connected. Pep Boys Auto Service and Tire Centers keep your ride humming. Open seven days a week. Pep Boys, we go further to help you go farther. We play for bravery. We play for big hearts in tiny bodies. We play for the fighter within. We play for life reclaimed, disease in remission, stories rewritten. We're Children's Hospital of Richmond at VCU, and we nurture the champion in every child. We fight the forces that threaten them, and we play to win. Learn how at chrichmond.org. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Boxing shit 11, I want to say. Hmm. Maybe 12. That's double J, maybe 12. <laughs> but anyway, what's up? What's up? Welcome, everyone. Uh, hello, Boz, man. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. It's a little bit nicer weather today. <laughs> okay. We had a lot of rainy and cloudy weather. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's been hot around these parts. Scorching hot, I would say, uh, getting the night, getting up into the 90s, you know. So, yeah, I've been kind of just holding it down inside here for the time being just until it cools out a little bit. Even the dog gets hot, so it's chill mode for the most part. It seems like it's hot almost everywhere else but here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, that cool air might not be a bad thing right about now. I should take some of it. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, you always first say, oh, I can't wait till it gets hot. And then after you get enough of the sun, you just want the coolness, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Some of these summers can be brutal. We're not even oh, in the yeah. summer yet, actually. So who knows what it's going to be like. I think we're going to be in the 100s and crap uh, here mm. forward. So it should be mm. interesting. Well, I don't know how much that is because we have another kind of measure. But still, it oh, yeah. sounds... Sounds hot. <laughs> yeah, up in that uh, high Celsius, too, I think uh, we get that conversion. But Celsius, yeah, Celsius, Celsius. <laughs> Celsius is the man. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt, without a doubt. But, yeah, man, hell yeah. So we're back on this thing to talk about some boxing. We had a lot of people in action. But watch, see, we had Alan the Savage, Babbage in action, all that good stuff. Uh, we can start with that card in the U.K., I would say, uh and that yeah. was headlined by Joshua Boatsy against uh, Micah, I believe his name, Michael Richards. And went the oh, distance. Craig, 12 Craig, Craig. Oh, Craig Richards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Richards is an old, uh, he was an old uh, defender who played for Manchester City for a period of time. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's probably I keep saying his name. Yeah, yeah, I think he's I remember, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was a fan of Manchester City, so. Oh uh, yeah, me too. And Mike, me uh, too, but mostly because of this. Then when that Boston striker played it, Jekyll, he was. Oh, Jekyll! Yeah, yeah, I remember him, Eden Jekyll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was legit. He was legit. So yeah, yeah. I was a fan of. Him. That's how I kind of got introduced when uh, Manchester City. All he was right. uh, one of their forwards. They had Carlos yeah. Tevez for a little bit as well. Yeah, it was him yeah. and Aguero. They were Aguero. like uh, yep. striking, uh, you know. Eden Jekyll, you. yeah, he was cool. He's a he's a tall guy as well. So yeah, very tall. He's like six four, I think. Yeah. Something like that. But I, it's a shame he went. He didn't stay very long in the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, good fighter, Bosnian guy. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. But um, yeah. So uh, Craig Richards. 
he had Craig been Richards. with uh, Dimitri B. Vols, so you could argue that Craig Richards had faced the toughest opponent yeah. between him and Fuatsi. But, of course, these style clashes, they often make for interesting fights and things. And this one turned out to be one. They seem to have a lot of bad blood or built-up animosity leading into yeah. the fight. I think some of that yeah. kind of just played into itself during their face-off and things of that nature. But both of yeah. them brought it when they were actually there in the ring. Um, so what did yeah. you think of this fight that we both, I know, consider to be an exciting one? Yeah, it was really one hell of a fight. And uh, I was really impressed by Richards because he didn't take a lot of shots, you know, quite a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. He's really a tough guy, no no doubt. He's got a lot of, a lot of fighting spirit in him. He kept coming back and... And then, you know, Watsi was dominant, like, for the first six, seven rounds. And I know Tony Bellew gave him all the first seven rounds, for instance. I'm not sure sure if he really won all of them, but he was, you know, the more dominant guy. But then Richards had his moments in uh, rounds eight, nine, and ten. And, you know, he was really coming on there. But... Watsi in the end also uh, kind of close, strong, and yeah, I thought he won. The scores were really fair also. I mean, I thought he won like 116, 112, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I think so as well. I didn't score it, but I did think it was a, a very entertaining and action fight, and yeah. I felt Watsi won it if you just thinking about all the rounds he put into the bank early yeah, on. Definitely. He, he put a lot of stuff in the bank early on. And Richards came on later in the fight and made it more of a back-and-forth scrap, I would say. Yeah. But um, I do agree that uh, Bawatsi seemed to have edged him. But I think yeah. it's a win-win for both of them because Richards shows that he's legit. He is a top-level fighter. And I think mm-hmm. that he's. we're going to continue to see him because I think that he's one of those guys that you can match up some of these, yeah. I would say, guys looking to take that step from prospect to, hey, I'm ready for, you know, these bigger fights. I think Richards is going to be that guy. And he, yeah. you know, he may upset a lot of people as well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he carries on. But he has a very solid jab. And yeah. if, he, if he's focused with that, I think he can be a problem for sure for uh, some of the mm. some of those guys yeah. who are looking to take that step. He's a very tall, light heavy. I believe he looked taller than Watsi, who is also yeah. kind of tall for a light heavy, 6'2", it says on BoxRec. So, but actually, BoxRec has Richards as 6'1", but I think he's 6'3", at least, because he oh, okay. looked taller, you know, than Watsi. Yeah, he did. He did. He's, he's a tall, solid guy, so... Um, yeah, but yeah. also pretty, you know, buff and... Uh, Mm-hmm. And tough, <laughs> but I did did like the way he threw his punches, like you know, one, two, left, rights that he. Yeah. Oh, had him Slavin went out there for a little bit. Okay, so well, uh, Slavin will have to come back in. Dropped off, but uh, we'll keep this thing going. What's up, Rodolfo? Appreciate you dropping in. As always, man, appreciate your support without a doubt. Holding it down with us here. Uh, let me see something, see if I can get him back in here. I think the uh, his, green, his internet may have dropped or something. I don't think I did anything. 
I don't want I want to say I didn't, you know. So but let me see. Let me see. But yeah, um appreciate you joining in. But yeah, we were talking about that Buatsi versus uh Craig Richards fight. And it was a good back and forth fight. A lot of action involved for both of the fighters and and I think that um it was a win win for the both of them as far as each of them will probably continue to get some uh, big matchups. Richards in a losing effort showed a lot. And I think he's, he, he's a legit, he's a legitimate, very good uh, fighter, very good light heavyweight. So I look forward to him uh, stepping back in there as well as Buatsi. Now, Buatsi has stated that he wants to take on the champions within the 175-pound division. Really, when you boil that down, it's – going to be the either the winner of Dimitri Bivol or, or it's going to either be Dimitri Bivol or the winner of Joe Smith Jr. versus Arthur Betterbeev. So that's what it's ultimately going to come down to as far as his potential for securing a championship because I think that's where all the belts are tied up right now. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to check on uh, Ring to take a look at the ratings, but Boatsy, I think he has the goods in terms of him potentially being able to be a true player at 175, and he might stick around for a good bit. He's solidly built. Uh, he has uh, he has decent uh, size to him. He has he has enough in the tool shed. He's, he's a decent puncher. Um, it's not the fastest, but fast enough. I think that he's a very good uh, fighter, and he'll be a very good. Oh. Hey, welcome back there. Uh, <laughs> Bye. What happened? I just got disconnected. I don't know what happened. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. But yeah, welcome back. I was just talking about yeah, being solid and everything and have it's a lot good. of options coming up. <laughs> it's good that you were at least, uh, re you remained. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yes, definitely. Shout out Big Fish Vega. Go follow Big Fish Vega, man. I'm going to follow Big Fish Vega right there. We just did a stream there with um, with uh, Fight yes. Next. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Big Fish Vega. So, yeah, anyway. Shout out Puerto Rico as well. You know, I got a lot of love uh, for Puerto Rico. I, I didn't get to say it in that stream, but, yeah. Have some good friends, uh, basically like family who are uh, Puerto Rican. I've been to the island a number of times, man. Appreciate you dropping in. Yeah, we can have some discussions on that here later. But Big Fish Vega, he says Eddie Hearn has said many times in the past that he wants Velocity versus Vivo, even believing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have heard them mention that, and that seems yeah. to be who Velocity has his uh, sight set on, Dimitri Vivo. That'll be an interesting matchup as well. What do you think of that, Bars? Bivol Buatsi. Yeah, I would like to see that. Even though I don't think uh, <laughs> I wouldn't give Buatsi that much uh, chance of upsetting Bivol, but still it could be a good fight to watch, really. Because, you know, as we saw also last night, Buatsi mm -hmm. isn't that hard to hit, really, you know. Richards kept actually hitting when he, you know, when he wanted to. And, uh, but, you know, he's a tough guy still. And uh, you know, I think he yeah. could last the distance. So as Richards did also and win a few rounds also probably. And yeah, give it a, make it a good fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it would be a, a good one. Um, I would just certainly uh, favor Bivol as well. I think he's certainly more battle-tested. But Buatsi, he yeah. has, like I said, a good 
good natural tool set. And he, he's a strong guy, you know, even though, you know, he doesn't get knockouts that make you think he's a knockout artist or anything, but you can tell he's just a strong, you know, solidly built guy, as mentioned. So yeah. he's going to be a tough outing for anyone, even there at that top level. But I would favor Bebold. He's taking on who I consider to be the biggest puncher in the division, Joe Smith Jr. So I don't see yeah. anyone outside of maybe Arthur Better Be of, and I mentioned this before, but outside of that, I don't see anyone who's punching harder right now than Joe Smith Jr. for that division. So yeah. I think that uh, I would like, I would certainly lean towards uh, Bebo if they were to fight. But as uh, Big Fish Vega mentioned, mentioned yeah that was before the canelo fight they were talking about a lot of that so this rematch is gonna be uh yeah. or, or if this rematch is happening that's gonna be a critical part of whether we actually get to see that and, and where behold goes next yeah shout out fight night scores as well shout out yeah. fight night scores be sure to go follow fight night scores you can use mm-hmm. that and they have a website fight uh fight-score.com it's a, a comprehensive means for actually scoring fights, and it, you have your reasoning, and it offers transparency. So, follow them on YouTube. Go check out the website as well, and uh, I'll put that stuff in the uh, links as I'll put those links in the uh, chat. I'll drop them in there as well. Good evening, Fight Night Scores. Big Fish Vega again. Shout out. Appreciate you. Hey, appreciate you joining in, my man. Um, Bilotsi versus Yard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know that is a good. Yeah. You know, I had forgot about Yark sitting out there. I think he picked, he beat uh Arthur or is it Lyndon Arthur? Lyndon, yeah, Lyndon Arthur I or something that. like that. Yeah, he beat him he, in the rematch or whatever. I thought he lost that first fight, even though it was considered controversial. I thought Arthur did more than he did in that fight, uh, but. You know, it'll be interesting. Yeah, Anthony Yard, he still, I think he still has the look and everything, and it, it you know, yeah, he, he got the uh, got that win. What do you think of that? He's got the punch also, you know, so he's a pretty good puncher. And uh, he simply, yeah, I mean, the reason he lost to Lyndon Arthur was probably that he's not so really polished technically. And maybe he just, you know, fought the the wrong kind of fight or whatever. Maybe it was a bad night, who knows, you know. But uh, he does have something to work on, definitely, still, I believe, when it comes to that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and, and Big Fish Vega, yeah, is, Anthony is much like, yeah, he, he brings a lot to the table. Uh, I think he yeah. definitely has that look. He's a powerful guy, and uh, I thought he was giving uh, Kovalev a good fight, and he really kind of just went out because he got, I feel, conditioning was the issue as far as that, so... That'll be a uh, that'll be a very interesting one. I think a lot of us are in consensus. Uh, potential Buatsi Yard. So Yard is with Frank Warren, uh, if I'm not mistaken. So oh, yeah. him and Eddie, they do business. So that that that'd be good. It seems like it was a good uh, domestic fight over there. Uh, maybe yeah. O two, maybe an O two fight again because uh, there seemed to be a decent crowd there for this Buatsi versus Richards fight. So so maybe O two is the spot for that. I think. Probably uh, that what uh, he should take that fight before he challenges Bewold, you know, somebody like that, because yeah, that would be the final like test for him to see if he is worthy of fighting. If he can really, really be on a level like with someone like Bewold, or even I don't know somebody like Beterbiev. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be good. Um, so, yeah. yeah, interesting stuff. We'll see. We'll see how it goes down. Um, also, so the card in itself wasn't a bad one, just in general. Uh, watching the entire thing. One of the uh, other ones. Let me see here. We had uh, Robert Davis Jr. Robbie Davis Jr. against. Uh, yeah, that's. I I kind of watched some of it, but not that much. But uh, it was a pretty good fight. The one the rounds that I did see. Yeah, Javier uh, Martinez was his opponent. Uh, Molina. Molina, yeah. yeah. Molina. <laughs> he actually did hurt like uh, Davis a few times, but Davis, mm-hmm. he, he won in the end by a split decision. So I don't know. I can't say, I can't say if it was fair because I didn't see the entire fight. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, was, I was mentioning, yeah, in the stream earlier we had uh, – so the fight night score screen. Yeah, I thought it was um yeah, you, you could probably say that Melita landed the more cleaner stuff. Uh I yeah. feel that yes. Davis if you just look at it from a viewing perspective, he seemed to be the one really pushing and carrying the fight as far as tempo and pace. So I think that might have factored into the decision yeah. as well. When it when the scores were red, you know, I didn't feel like, oh my gosh, robbery or anything of that nature, but um you know, yeah, I guess it's just kind of one of those give or take type uh, fights. And I would need to look at it again to really kind of hone in on what I thought the true score would have been. Yeah, I thought Davis looked pretty, you know, very active. And, uh, you know, those guys from, uh, he's from Liverpool, they are usually very tough and uh, aggressive fighters. And, you know, they yeah. give it all in the ring. You know? Yeah, without a doubt. Shout out random acoustic thoughts. Big shout out random acoustic thoughts. Uh, appreciate random. you dropping in, buddy. Uh, definitely. Yeah, What's random. Up? Be sure to check out his page as well. The YouTube page, random acoustic thoughts. You're going to get uh, put on game a lot of good stuff over there, especially stuff surrounding the, some of those great heavyweights from the early 1900s, uh, the Langfords, right. the Harry Wills, the <laughs> the uh, Joe Jeanette, Sam McVeigh's, Jack Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Random. Go follow his uh, account right there because he continues to put out some stuff. And we're going to work on some things as well. Uh, we're going to do some videos. Uh, might have a series of things right there. Right now we're looking at the multitude of fights that some of these uh, yeah. guys like Langford and such had. Yeah, there's some uh, oh, yeah. big-time resumes, you know, so breaking mm-hmm. that stuff down, yeah, it takes a good bit. But, That's yeah, shout-out random. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. additionally, um, Chantel Cameron, she looked good. She's pretty much dominated yeah. uh, in her win. She's uh, super lightweight, so it'll be interesting to see moving forward uh, who she's matched up with. The potential yes. fight with the like <laughs> Taylor or something, I guess, could be on the line if yeah. Taylor were to move up or whatever. She was mentioning one other name, but I can't recall now. But she, that's that's a pretty big name that she was also mentioning. But it was uh, could it have been Jessica? No, I don't think it's McCaskill, but it was somebody with a similar name, Jessica or something. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, McCaskill yeah. has the 147 belt. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. This was, uh, well, well, anyway, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of Chantel. She's uh, not only a pretty, very good uh, fighter, very, you know, tough, very, you know, everything technically good, but she's a really a nice, nice, uh, nice woman. Yeah, <laughs> nice yeah. Girl. She has some good potential, um, yeah. and, and she she brings it. Yeah, she's super solid. Yeah. That's Big Fish Vega mentioned. 
She's trained by one of the nicest guys that ever, I think, put on gloves. That's Jamie Moore. He was such okay. a girl. Known as such a gentleman, a nice guy. <laughs> While at boxing, you know, he's doing pretty well training her and a few others, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, yeah, that's good stuff. But, yeah, she's uh, she's in the right hands. I think Matchroom has done a good job of pushing, the, uh, as of late at least uh, of, of the last few years, of pushing the female fighters uh, and putting them mm -hmm. out there. Katie Taylor, she has a huge following, especially in uh, Ireland. Uh, so, yeah. I think that yeah, that that could make for some interesting matchups as far as how she ends up uh, being matched moving forward. Um, yeah, that would be really good. A big, big, uh, of course, fight in the UK and yeah, the, the Isles, British Isles. Yes, yes, sir, yes, sir. That would be a good one. And then we had arguably the most exciting fighter in boxing, Alan the Savage Babbage, in action, of mm. course. Uh, he's taking on this Polish fighter, his last name Balski. I think it was yeah, my first time Adam, seeing him. Adam Balski, yeah, I found out Adam his first Balski. name. <laughs> yeah, that was a wow, very dramatic fight. I mean, most of the fight was not that dramatic because Babich yeah. was in, in charge, you know, and uh, attacking, uh, you know, doing what he usually does, but uh. He just wasn't able to land enough shots to break through the de defense of Balski. And then, uh, of course, we saw what happened at the end of the ninth round or, you know, just after it ended, actually. He mm -hmm. was hit with a really big one and he was staggered uh, pretty badly. But he he showed, you know, what he's made of in the tenth and last round. He just... Yeah, I did. Rose. Yeah, he did. Rose to challenge. It wasn't like a gladiator moment, Rocky, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> Just... yeah, yeah. You're right. You know, I know we were chatting during the fight. Uh, shout out. Yeah, yeah. fight night. So, yeah, definitely. That was an insane fight. But we were chatting during it. And I had mentioned, man, he didn't look good. He was on shaky legs there with that late punch that yeah. came in there at the end. So I thought he wasn't going to make it out of the fight because of that. But, man, yeah. that was, uh, he bit down. <laughs> And I said, you know, imagine how, what a bad luck it would be if he got stopped in the very last round after dominating the whole fight. Pretty much. Yeah, that would have been crazy. Yeah, but luckily for him and for us who like him, uh, he pulled through. And, uh, but I, I knew that he's very tough, you know, very tough guy. And, and I mean, yeah. if Balski was somebody like, I don't know, of course, Deontay Wilder or somebody like that. Then, the, of course, that that would be different. But he's not, fortunately. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, I think that uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, definitely some interesting stuff. Uh, Big Fish Vega at the start of the tenth round, referee called time to take a point away from the shot at the bell for round nine. Uh, we did take a point away from Boski in round nine or ten. Yeah, that that, that that's a good point. So I'm guessing, yeah. It, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question right there. Uh, well, it, yeah, I think round 10, maybe. Yeah. I mean, because it happened after the end of the round, you know, it's kind of difficult to, you know, to <laughs> do it in the same round. But anyway, doesn't yeah. doesn't matter really. <laughs> yeah, got yeah. point deducted and... Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, that's why yeah, they say protect yourself at all times. Uh, yeah, even and, uh, bill, you know. <laughs> and the trainer of Babich, uh, who I was telling you, about, he was very angry, of course, at Alan after that because he was like, 
why are you standing there? Like, why did you put your guard down? You know, why do you stop yeah. before it's over? Before you know, he was meaning before you went to your corner. You know, that's force you. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, you gotta <laughs> protect yourself. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was a that was a close one, but uh, man, Babbage, hey, he recovered. I like the fact that he went ten because this was his first time going the distance, and uh. I think he yeah. showed he can at least keep up that pace, uh, you know, for 10 rounds to a certain degree, at least. You could tell he had got tired a bit, but he was still, you know, being himself in there in terms of how he was throwing it and everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rodolfo. Uh, Rodolfo yeah. was that Bridger weight, too, when that guy started on the weight class. What do you think about that Bridger weight, uh, Vaz? <laughs> well, I'm not too crazy about it because there are, well, there aren't that many fighters, I think, uh, who will fight there. But still, you know, uh, uh, on the other side, you know, you, yeah, I think it's good for Babich because he's been yeah. fighting too many those very slow, heavy guys. You know, were just you know sitting targets for him, and yeah, he don't want that now. You know, <laughs> too yeah. easy fights. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, one of those things, WBC, they seem to uh, always be or look to be innovative in some fashion or whatever. So I don't mind yeah. the bridge or weight as far as them uh, coming up with this. I do think that eventually we may have some of the other sectioning bodies uh, take this on and, and, and start making this a regular thing for them as well. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I certainly don't mind it. I think it adds an extra bit of juice for those guys who are, or who are below uh, 225, who are right there, sort of on the cusp. Uh, you know, they could be potential cruiserweights, or there will be smaller heavyweights uh, by comparison Ooh. to the likes of, say, uh, Tyson Fury and all. So, and I think it yeah. adds a, it adds a bit a bit of juice to those guys. A guy like uh, Oscar Rivas, who um, who's a solid uh, heavyweight. I know he has, I think he has yeah. B belt. I, I think it's just A belt at this yeah. point, right? Yeah, he does have the WBC, I believe, or something. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's not really fair, you know, with those really big, huge guys. When uh, you got guys who are really talented, but they cannot really make their mark because they are not so big or heavy, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the history, and I do like the notion. I forget who was mentioning it. Mentioning it, it might have been a. Uh, Teddy Atlas or whatever uh, with this, as long as uh, they don't affect the heavyweight division in itself, which has a very storied history, I think wedging this in between uh, is not a big deal sort yeah. of uh, long-term and all of that stuff. Um, and, you know, back in the day, of course, you kind of just had to go up there. You were going to be a smaller heavyweight regardless. Uh, if you were going to be one, you just had to go up there. You're going to be fighting – bigger guys and you know we've had that in the past so i think yeah. this offers a, a extra sort of stream or a way to you know throw a title in the mix for some but also you still will have those i believe who feel like no i can do i can do this from a uh, natural heavyweight perspective and will probably look past uh bridger weight because right now of course the money is at heavyweight so i think we'll see more of the uh sort of low marquee type guys who are uh, fighting in that bridger weight and looking to, you know, take that title in itself serious. Yeah, I, I remember Manny Stewart, he was suggesting like 10 years ago something that uh, they should have a super heavyweight uh, division. So, oh, yeah. 
I thought that was a pretty good idea, but back then, you know, there was not many enough who supported it, obviously. So, yeah. yeah. And I think that that would affect, uh, well, yeah, one of the things, like I was saying, I think that would affect the uh, heavyweight rankings if you look at it from a historical perspective. Drawing a division yeah. above, you know, that kind of changes the entire dynamic a bit. Um, and, you know, hey, we, we've, we've seen that even if you are a smaller heavyweight, depending on who you are, you say you're Mike Tyson or someone like that, um, you can still be successful even when facing these bigger guys. And look at yeah. Alexander Usyk. He came from uh, cruiserweight, so he wasn't yeah. a natural heavyweight to start. And also Andy Ruiz, of course, when oh, yeah. he beat the giant who was back then really considered maybe number one heavyweight, you know, in the world yeah. back then. Certainly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, and Andy Ruiz wasn't known for having pop, but definitely not to that yeah. degree. And he was able to uh, pull this off against uh, Joshua. Hans Pete was, yeah, he's mean, I think, uh, asset. And, uh, but, yeah. yeah. He did have, he does have some, yeah, pop, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Fight night scores is in agreement. Yeah, those sanctioning fees certainly play into it. So, yeah, that's a part of the reason yeah. as well. I think that some of these other ones will start to take it on. WBC kind of led the charge, but hey, they're going to see, oh, this is an opportunity right here. So, yeah, you're right yeah. about that. Rodolfo, I know you're in agreement as well. Rodolfo, mm -hmm. to be honest, a super heavyweight division would have been a better solution, but it removes the prestige of the heavyweight being the biggest yeah. weight class. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So that'll be so that'll be interesting. And, yeah, and, how yeah. we, and what would you had to think about what would be the cusp uh, as far as uh, what is considered a super heavyweight? Um, you know, yeah, it could be like two above two fifty, maybe or something pounds two sixty. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know in the UFC and I don't know, random probably would know better than I, I believe they have 265 being like that heavyweight, sort of, I don't know if it's a limit or what, but their heavyweights are generally uh, under that, I believe, 265. Um, but, yeah. you know, that'd be interesting because, you know, Really, it's because I guess we're seeing some of the top guys who are there. But if you think about it also, Deontay Wilder, him coming in at 230-something, that was his heaviest weight. But he's generally yeah, been less than that, you know. He was uh, 214, I think. I don't remember which fight it was. Maybe the second Ortiz fight or something. I don't know. Or the second Fury fight, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, – I know he was 214 in one of those Fury fights. Yeah, um, it was like what? <laughs> Come on, yeah. six, seven, two, fourteen. So he was at his heaviest in this last one, and you could tell he had packed on some uh, muscle. Uh, but yeah. yeah, he's not. He's he's a tall heavyweight, so he's not a huge. Yeah. But he's not a huge one, just weight wise and all of that. No, stuff. he's not like some guy like <laughs> like uh, Jarrell Miller. Or <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He would be over three hundred pounds at times. So he's yeah. another example. I think he's like six three or six two or something like that. Yeah, or maybe yeah, or maybe a little taller. But anyway, he was yeah, well, like an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he can't get back into the mix because of uh, popping on these drug tests. So. Yeah, and I think I read something the other day where Eddie Hearn was really like uh, blaming him for uh, 
Yeah, whatever. It was, it was oh. really, yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to fight Anthony Joshua and uh, Ruiz. Oh, yeah, that's right. So uh, he kind of ruined, ruined that big payday for Joshua. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, it was a late switch. I think they were probably like yeah. two and a half, maybe three weeks out or something like that. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that fight because I thought, maybe, you know, maybe that Miller could do something against Joshua, you know, because he has such stamina. But that was why it was, you know, why <laughs> it was, wasn't was believable that a guy like that could have a stamina like that. Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing, throwing punches over so many rounds. Yeah, it was going to make for an interesting fight. And uh, the two, you know, didn't like each other. So I think that would have yeah. uh, played into it as well. I remember Miller was very, very down on Joshua. He was like very Yeah. <laughs> he got he got under uh, he got under uh, Joshua's skin, I would say. Yeah. He, did. he did do a good job of that. Yeah, he did. Nikolai. Probably in a reckless manner, too, though. Yeah. Says Nikola, yeah, well, well, I think he would weigh oh, yeah. like 350 or something, <laughs> probably yeah. 70 foot. That's crazy, <laughs> yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. But you know, you saw that, um, the uh, David Hay was able to outbox him to a yeah, certain degree, uh, he was smaller, much smaller, but he found success. But uh, value of he was uh, pretty slow and lumbering. Yeah, he was, he was, uh, and also he was kind of, you know, getting on, you know, like uh, he wasn't yeah. very young back then, at the end of his career, you know, so. And didn't uh, Holyfield fight him? You could argue Holyfield won the matchup, right? Yeah, I didn't see that fight, actually, but I heard that some said, some of the, those I knew said that it was, uh, like, a bad decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, David versus Goliath in the poster. Yeah, that's a good matchup or a good yeah, like, but... headline for sure. <laughs> Intriguing. When I heard that Holyfield was gonna fight, I was like, "Wow, come <laughs> wow!" Yeah, that's Far crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but he was a huge guy. I mean, he uh... that guy would have fought like the the how do you call it? the the Hulk. The fantastic uh, Hulk, or whatever you call him, Holyfield would have fought like against a giant robot. If he... <laughs> guy is not human, he's nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, balls. He's got balls the size of uh, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so Big Fish Vega, that fight had me believing he could compete with the Klitschko's. Uh, is this uh, David Hay or uh, uh, Value Web? But I'm thinking David Hay. Yeah. yeah, it seemed like he was going to be able to do a little something. Uh, so there was a lot of hype around that uh, matchup with uh, Vlad. And, um, of course, it didn't live up to it as far as how David Hay chose to fight. And, yeah, man, yeah, that's one where the uh, – yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's what Big Fish Vega is, is referring to. Yeah, that's one where certainly – the height yeah, was, um, outweighed the actual contest when it finally went down. There was so much yeah, hype around Hay that, uh, and I thought also maybe he could be able uh, to beat Vladimir, but uh, <laughs> when it came to doing that, that he just kind of you know fell apart. He wasn't up to it. 
mentally. I think he would probably be able to to knock him out if he if he really you know went for it and uh, had the spirit that it requires the yep. the attitude and all that. But he didn't. And yeah, that's, yeah. That's uh, mean, you I mean usually guys who really are the loudest brashes bull and they. They brag the most. They usually f- just fall apart when they are supposed to do, th- you know, something really. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He bought a, a, a scared is a strong word. Uh, I was gonna say scared fight, but I, I guess um, he fought a very conservative. Like I yeah, don't want, right. to, I don't want to go in there and get touched at all type fight. You know, yeah. and it wasn't, it wasn't a good one. Ultimately, no. I mean, he did. He did catch him a few times, but no, it was just nowhere near what he said he was gonna do. You know. <laughs> yeah, fight night scores. Uh, hate performance versus Vlad was a yeah, yeah, three a huge letdown. If you're gonna yeah. have uh th- the two separate handles of uh, brothers on a t-shirt, then I'm thinking <laughs> you're coming in there gunning. And then he blamed it on a toe, like something. I know. I yeah. thought he looked bad doing that, taking off his boot, trying to, oh, my toe. Like, okay, why didn't you fight? The, well, why didn't you just postpone the fight then and wait till your toe was good if it was that serious? You know, I would have called, I would have told him, well, you are not a kickboxer, you're a boxer. <laughs> yeah, like, what? come on. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a, I think, I thought that was a letdown. I think he yeah. kind of, I think that's why uh, he kind of fought the way he did when he took on uh, Tony Bellew, kind of more. Oh, yeah. Of course, he's not, he's not in with a, a Vlad or whatever, but if you'd have fought that type of fight with Vlad, like stand up there in your face, that would have made it very interesting mm-hmm. and exciting. Even if he would have lost, I think it would have built into his hype even a bit more, you know? Yeah, he did show some courage in that first value fight because he that, he injured his ankle, was it? Mm-hmm. Like, he yeah, kept going yeah, there. But, uh, yeah, on the other hand, Belly never was such a big puncher at heavyweight anyway. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just yeah. even though he did knock out Hay in the rematch, but that was a totally you know washed up Hay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree that uh yeah, that definitely wasn't um mm. yeah, him at his best, you know, and so yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, I think, but it was good. It was good for Bellu and Hay as far yeah. as I think they got where they were able to get a lot of a uh, good hype around it, and the crowd mm-hmm. seemed to be into it and everything. You know the matchups. Yeah. Craig Rich is gonna need a second. Else he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in agreement there. I I think he's gonna be at that uh, big fish. Uh, I think he's. You know, gonna be borderline gatekeeper at this point. Probably not with the very low level prospects or at least, but I think he's at this point going to be sort of that guy who's that test. Okay, are you ready for that A level? I think he's gonna be that guy. Probably some of the higher level uh, prospects or some of those guys that are out there who are like, okay, let's see see what he's about or if he's back, if he's ready. You know, to take on some stiffer competition type guy. So it should be interesting for uh, Craig Richards. But I thought. You know, it was a win for him even in that loss. I feel like that means that probably match room mm. is going to continue to match him up with some guys, you know. I think he had he I, – I, I don't think his power is really, you know, really great. But uh, it's like all, all right. But I think if he had more power, he would maybe even be been able to 
stopwatchy, I think. But uh, because yeah. he did, never know. Did, did hit him with some really good shots, you know, and uh, kind of faced him, but didn't really like hurt him. Watsy never really looked in any kind of real trouble, but uh, yeah, he was kind of you know faced a little <laughs> a few times, but. And I think Richard says like well he's like 10 knockouts in seven minutes. Okay. Yeah. So he's not a big puncher, he's just like yeah, a, an action fighter, brawler, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, true. So yeah, that that factors in, of course, as well. Random 265 MMA. Uh listen to what it's like. Cool, cool. So yeah, 265, I think, is that limit for yeah. MMA. They don't go above yeah, that. I know does. I've seen some <laughs> other uh lower level MMA promotions have like a super heavyweight division or something of that nature. Uh, and um, wow. yeah, that's, that's interesting, but yeah, 265. So, so, so that's, really, the, yeah. that's the like heavyweight uh, limit or whatever. In the MMA or at least, uh, yeah, I guess maybe Bellator and some of those other ones, I think it's the limit for their heavyweights. Like 265 right. is their limit. Then above yeah, because, that, I guess they don't have a division above if you're above 265, yeah, right. I think you get like one pound above uh, the weight limit or something like that. That you yeah. can I know because I know that uh, Crow Cup, he was like he fought as a heavyweight, he was never like above 240 or something. I know that, yeah, 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 yeah that is true. But yeah, you had guys like Brock Lesnar who was there, I think he was pretty much at that limit. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was a huge guy always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Tim Silva for a particular time. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. When it comes to convenient and customizable control, Corteva AgriScience's proven cereal herbicides hit the bullseye. Yeah, like that. There are options with distinct chemistries. Multiple modes of action. Rotational flexibility. Plus dependable agronomic support and more. Oh, nice shot. To find which cereal herbicide hits the mark for you, visit cerealherbicides.corteva.us. Okay, you can stop shooting arrows at me now. Commercial's over. Hey, that one almost hit me. Um, well, yeah. He's had some big guys that are there. Stephen Drew, he's like six foot eleven. I, I, I don't know, but he's right. kind of skinny guy, but or not <laughs> skinny in the sense of uh, a small. Yeah. But he's a lengthy sort of. I don't know if he got to the 265 limit or what. Uh, yeah. He, you know, he, he wasn't like a value of a seven-footer who looked like he, you know, was huge, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah, Big Fish Vega, Richard's resume isn't bad at all. And he's showing he can win rounds against anyone. He's just keeping that high-level uh, work throughout the fight. We're not seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know one thing they were talking about, yeah, he starts slow. So he really picked up in the second half of the uh, fight with uh, Buatsi, but by that time, he was pretty much he had pretty much lost all of those early rounds fairly clearly. Um, yeah, I can't remember winning any of the early rounds, but he can't he got into it as time went on. 
So that is something he definitely would have to work on, like what can spark him or ignite that engine early on so that he's not giving away rounds in the way that he, he was, essentially. Hmm. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, as I said, he lost at least the first six rounds, maybe seven. And, uh, yeah. Watsi was, yeah. He, it looked like Watsi would even stop him maybe in the eighth round. I was thinking maybe he would stop him now. Yeah. But no, he didn't. That was when Richards came back. <laughs> yeah, he certainly has a chin on him. He yeah. Has a chin on him. Uh, he took some tough, big shots. Tough guy, yeah, definitely. Indeed. All right. Um, and so no, is Watsi also. Yeah, 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 without a doubt. Yeah, I like Boise. I think he's a real player there at 175, as mentioned. He's, he's certainly mm. he's certainly in the mix there. So it'll be uh, interesting to see if he can get a title, which uh, yeah. isn't guaranteed because, you know, 175 is still pretty uh, a pretty stacked division across the board. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, yeah sure, definitely. I hope uh, that we will see some more good fights in the near future there because – for a while, there wasn't that much going on, you know. So in at mm-hmm. one seventy-five, Caleb so, Smith is there now, right? So yeah, that's right. I think yeah. Caleb Smith versus Richard would be an interesting fight, you know. And uh, Zurdo Ramirez. Zurdo, yeah, I like Zurdo. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he looked good. He's a big guy. I, I mentioned, yeah, in his last uh, fight, he rehydrated to two hundred and four pounds from the uh, light heavyweight yeah, limit. Absolutely like, insane. Oh, yeah, he's pretty. I know he's like almost six foot three tall. Yeah, he's a, mm. and he good, he's good. He'll he'll bang it out. I think him matched up. Um, I, I know I've said I, I would love to see him and Benavidez get it on yeah. at 175, but Benavidez, of course, is going to be there at 168. The but classic, he moves up. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You have that matchup. I just think the output from both of these guys will make it very interesting because Zerto, he will get in there and bang if he needs to, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of Benavidez, uh, of course, he uh, took on David Lemieux last night. Lemieux, of more so middleweight success, moved up to 168. I think a few, he's got probably like three or four fights at 168, but he's kind Mm. of been out of sight, out of mind uh, for a little bit. Uh, I wasn't sure if we'd see him in a big fight again, and uh, thankfully we did. I've always uh, liked Lemieux's style, and uh, in with the right opponent, he can make for certainly some exciting fights. And he did so last night, even being smaller, uh, uh, even being smaller in um, in getting hurt early. Yeah, Benavidez almost had him out in the first round. I think I stopped. I had started scoring it, but I stopped scoring after the first round. I think I got into the fight, but I thought he was about to be out. Um, but essentially, yeah, Benavidez, man, his size factored in. He's a big, he's a big dude. You know, he's up there. Yeah, too. But um, he is. I don't know. I sometimes wonder how he makes that limit one sixty eight. Well, this time he came in two pounds under. And he said that he, he was focused. He wanted to show everyone that the weight wasn't an issue for him. So if he keeps this up, then yeah, he can stick around there for a little bit longer. I would say. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he rehydrated to. I don't know if they mentioned it to the broadcast in in the broadcast. I was listening for that, uh, but I don't know what they said. But yeah, he's another big guy. I'm sure he had to be probably around 190 at least, uh, probably. Yeah. What he rehydrated yeah. to because he's another one of those just solid big guys who can uh, 
take a lot of punishment as well as dish it out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Uh, I don't think Canelo want to fight him right now. I don't know if he will ever want to fight him because he knows how hard that would be, how much uh, work that fight would be for him. And it would, <laughs> yeah, it big would fish. be uh, like it would really shorten his prime or end his prime even. Oh yeah, 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 without a doubt, without a doubt, that'd be tough. Big Fish yeah. said he listened to an interview with someone who's uh, sparred Benavidez, and they claimed he was around 220. Uh, wow, that's wow. crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I believe he's also around 6'2 or something tall. Yeah, around, yeah. Yeah, yeah 220, yeah. yeah. He, um, I know he was one of those guys, uh, and you mentioned it, uh, he is a fat skinny. Yeah, Big Fish Vega. Yeah, I agree. I remember <laughs> hearing that he, he started out as a big guy, you know, before he got that's in the box, he was a big guy. Yeah, and he dropped a lot of weight uh, in the midst right. of him uh, pursuing his boxing career. Uh, oh, yeah, so, that's like uh, Okoli. He was also – he used to be fat, you know. And yeah, yeah, it is, right. That's why he started boxing <laughs> to lose weight. And, yeah, uh, yeah, they were kind of morphed from yeah. there, right? <laughs> and also George Camposos, mm-hmm. I read an article. He was, like, more really bullied in school because he was, um, you know, uh, as a kid he was – overweight you know so oh yeah that's why he also started boxing <laughs> yeah yeah that's it yeah that's interesting for sure yeah i didn't know that about combosos but yeah, yeah some guys turn to it. hey i think it's a good good traits to have knowing how to box for sure yeah. like don't run up on me now don't run up on me you he's know? got a lot of heart for sure is really <laughs> yeah Big Fish Vega, he looks a lot bigger than he actually is. He's almost six. Yeah, miles. I think, well, Box Trek, uh, they kind of have a weird habit of changing the heights of fighters, but always going down, never up. That's why I <laughs> they first have it at 6'3, and then 6'2, then 6'1. And that's how yeah. they always do it. <laughs> By next year, he'll be six foot. <laughs> yeah, they will just keep shrinking till he's only five feet tall. <laughs> Oh, cool, cool. Hey, that's some solid sparring right there because Kelly Pavick was on his game and, of course, Triple G as well. We were talking about that, I believe, in the last podcast, how Kelly, Kelly Pavick, man, he, he was he was yeah. nice with it and then he kind of just dropped off even at a, a young age, probably right when he supposed to be in his prime, he kind of just, you know, stopped doing it, sport. And I know yeah. he had some issues and all that stuff. Uh, I believe some substance abuse issues, but he was good and uh, he was an exciting fighter, but yeah. I believe he also had some drinking problems back then. Actually, okay. yeah, he was like, or involved in some kind of fight, bar fight, or whatever. I, yeah, oh yeah, I yeah, I did see something yeah. like that where he did have that happen uh, this past. Yeah, but he's a he's a pretty nice guy. I remember once yeah. I I was like he was having a live you know, like chat and. I was asking questions, and he was very nice, you know, like answering every one of them. Yeah, good dude, good dude. He's representing for Youngston, Ohio, which is a very, very solid, very good historic boxing yeah. town. Ray Mancini, boom, boom. Ray That's Mancini's right. father. <laughs> so Mancini's from the boxing once, town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. Youngstown had a lot of good. Uh, has had a lot of good boxers. I can't remember all of them, but I know they've had a lot of good talent that has come out. There were a few others. So I think uh, was it uh, just a second? 
<laughs> and funny how that wave goes, but yeah, Youngson has had a lot of good fighters, and um, of course, I don't know who the guy is now. If there's a fighter out of Youngstown that is uh sort of on that top top level stage at the moment, might be interesting to uh, check into. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, they do have a a, a, tra- a proud tradition <laughs> boxing. Uh, I just yeah. can't recall. There were another guy I thought about, but uh, who was from Youngstown. I thought so, anyway. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. But, yeah, Youngstown, good spot. Um, on that undercard, did you catch that Gomez versus Coda fight? Did you see that? No, I just saw some, you know, like, uh, well, not even highlights. I saw the, the was it a knockout, I think. No, I think it went to full, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I just saw, like, <laughs> a short, like, recap or, uh, you know, how I call it. It looked uh, at times like it was going to be a knockout for sure. Jose, well, Jorge Cota, saw, he was yeah, he lost guy. anyway, right? Cota lost. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Gomez, this dude, was, uh, he packed a punch. Apparently his bo- uh, father was a boxer as well. Um, mm. He's a uh, Cuban yeah, yeah, like we're getting more Cubans, that's good. And now, with uh, the boxing being legal again, Cuba, that's great. Yeah, news. big fish Vega Gomez was a bit disappointing. His skills are obvious, but you have to wonder about his IQ. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think he got a little too dialed in there early, trying to just not uh not Coda out and he was all he was doing was winging in those big hooks hooks putting everything Super on him so yeah i think you're right there uh big fish it'll be interesting to see how he continues to be shaped and molded because this was the first time where him winging those big shots uh didn't play into his advantage stay away and stuff Koda has been in there with many of the best in the division already, like Jermel Charlo and uh, yeah. Lou, and that guy Fundora, my favorite, my new favorite, <laughs> and uh, Erickson Lubin and uh, Rosario, Hasten Rosario. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I remember, yeah, Charlo stopped him. He was working behind the jab, you know, but Gomez, he was, uh, he was in there winging it. I think he's gonna have to kind of go back to some of the basics and mix those in with his style because I think he's gotten a little he, he's probably gotten to this point I think he knocked out all of his opponents so he's a little knockout happy and uh I think that didn't serve him well early on because he had Coda Hurt several several times but he wasn't mixing in anything to to really focus on getting him out of there because he was just looking to land a big shot to the head you know yeah Wow. Yeah. I was just going to say, I just saw like a five, ten seconds of that fight. That's all. <laughs> yeah, Big Fish, you're right. Yeah, Coda, yeah, he, he, he knew how to stay away in that when he was, he was definitely uh, working the way that, uh, that he well, needed in his last fight before this, he got a beating from Fundora, so that was pretty yeah. much, you know. <laughs> yeah, Fundora is a very high output uh, fighter. Yeah, he's, he's yeah, probably he's a, a very intriguing <laughs> fighter. I did a video on it, but I did a video out there, an animated video um, on Fundora. Yeah, he's a very intriguing fighter. I was looking through some of his statistics and everything. Of course, he out 
outpunches everyone. He outlands yeah. everyone typically, and he outpunches everyone typically. But in one of his fights, I've mentioned this, Jermonte Clark, that was one of his earlier ones that was televised. Oh, yeah. He got outlanded in that fight. He still ultimately um, won it, I believe, or it was a draw of one or two. I think he won it. Um, but uh, in his other fight with uh, Sergio Garcia, which was before the Lubin fight, Sergio, Gar- Sergio Garcia threw more than... Um, oh, yeah. Jermonte Clark, that's one in a split draw, actually. Okay, yeah, split draw. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. And and a case could have been made for Clark, you know. It was one of those type fights. Um uh so, so yeah. clearly, um but yeah, Fandora, he he seems like a very yeah, he's a very good fighter. I like him. I think I mean he he goes against conventional wisdom. He's a, a hell of a uh punch output guy, you know, and it'll be interesting. Ooh. But I do think if you have Someone who can box very well, and Lubin was one of was one of those. And if you can can keep that pressure off, that's the key right there. Then you might have success in uh, being able to uh, defeat uh, Fandora on the cards or something of that nature. Yeah, it was. He's gonna be tough <laughs> to beat for sure. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I remember they were saying that uh, Rodolfo. Yeah, they felt disrespected. Like this guy only has five <laughs> fights. You yeah. know. But as and we said far more than that as amateur, sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, 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 no doubt. Yeah, Cota was uh, on that bike, so I think Gomez does. He does hit hard, and he's got a big back. You can see he's got the he, he has some power on him. He just has to uh, polish that stuff up. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, did we catch the Ukrainian uh, middleweight? Uh, yes, I don't want to butcher his name either. Um, Janabek, I think is his first name. Uh, so typically had to go by that. Janabek. I can't pronounce the <laughs> last one. Is it? I mean, well, yeah. Uh, Noli, That's, uh, yeah, Janabek, uh, Alim Kanuli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. Kazakh fighter. Kazakh yeah, he's style, from, as he says. Yeah, he's from Kazakhstan. Yeah, not, not Ukraine. But yeah, Janabek looked good, Rodolfo. Of course, man, this dude is tough. He's one of those guys, high yeah. risk, low reward in terms of just where he's at at this particular stage in terms of really getting out there high risk low reward so i think some guys aren't going to fight him he's definitely not going to be uh, first second or third choice he's going to be a situation where he's forced into a, a mandatory or something of that nature i think that's the only way he's going to get these uh top guys he's yeah. uh yeah just one of those that is just too skilled too tough from what we've seen thus far so you know you're going to be in there and it's going to be a challenge with a guy like that for sure yeah there was also another kazakh fighter who was in action last night he was a heavyweight kosobutski he oh yeah he won against johan duhopa that guy that's french oh oh, oh, yeah yeah uh i know him um wilder beat him right yeah, yeah, in like 11 rounds or something. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about for sure. Yeah, I didn't know that uh, he had fought. Cool. Yeah, he won by a corner retirement, Jean Kosobutsky. Yeah. Uh, was, Big yeah. Fish mentioned Fendura, Clark, the consensus. Yeah, you know, in the video I created, I mentioned that, uh, yeah, Clark has the best case of having defeated uh, Sebastian Fendura, so... I think if fighters look back at that fight, you can kind of see some things that he did. But Clark, he's a pretty solid boxer. Um, 
and he can move yeah. well. That was an early fight, so you know, a learning, yeah. learning curve. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Fight night score of Fandora is one of my favorite current fighters. Indeed, yeah, yeah. He he he's exciting to watch. I will say he's always looked interesting to me. It's still in the shock every time I see him because yeah, he's just so long and skinny, and it's just crazy yeah. seeing someone <laughs> that height uh, being at 154 pounds. Uh, but um, but yeah, he seems like yeah, he definitely seems like a nice kid for sure, for sure. He uh yeah. He was uh, on the yeah, broadcast. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah, he was on that broadcast with Showtime for uh, Castano and um, Charlo, and yeah, definitely a nice guy. He yeah, these yeah. like he just want to fight to fight anyone. You know, he'll fight. He'll step in there. I don't see him as being one of those guys uh, ducking or getting too big headed or anything. He just seems like he just yeah. likes to fight. Period. Yeah, that's really. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did <laughs> catch him. Yeah, Kazakh style, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to keep that going. I think that's gonna be a a big benefit to uh Janabek's uh future in terms of referring to him. It worked out yeah. for uh Triple G in terms of getting him introduced to the public as well with his Mexican style and all of that. So it was good. Uh yeah, keep confusing the people. <laughs> well, Ukraine is in, in the news a lot now, you know. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. probably they also have a lot of boxers, yes. Yeah, that whole entire area, they're just full of freaking boxers that are damn good, you know. They just yeah. come into the sport. They come in, they turn pro, and they're already ready for, you know, that top-level competition within, like, two or three fights, you know. Yeah, they're just good athletes in general, you know, from the area. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they hey, are I, used I agree to... fight night scores. <laughs> They are used to like you know hardships and you know many of them yeah. you know, that that makes them tougher and you know, very like ready for <laughs> big fights and yeah 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 I yeah yeah I'm I'm in agreement with you there too uh, Baz uh, definitely and uh, fight night scores I'm in agreement yeah he, yeah Gary Lockett yeah he got uh yeah that was his uh, sort of yeah. step up fight he got that title shot. Uh, against Pavlik and yeah, yeah, it was in uh, three rounds, I think. Yeah, three yeah, rounds. but yeah, you Janabek did slice his uh old dude up pretty much like that. It was like, man, you could just see it, just like, no way, this dude <laughs> is in over his head, you know. <laughs> but it's unfortunate, but um, hey, he made it to that sort of top level uh position, you know, and in, in the ranking, so yeah. that's what you end up doing. You have to face some of these type of guys, yeah, yeah Kosobutsky. Is that how you say that? Kosobutsky? Yeah, Kosobutsky. Yeah. <laughs> to look out for. He reminds me of a defensive heavyweight like Jack Dunn capitalizing. Cool, cool. I'm going to have to uh, check him out. I don't know that I've seen mm. him, period. Uh, the name certainly doesn't uh, ring a bell. So I'm going to have to uh, check him uh, out because I do want to. Yeah, I've been really finding that. I mean, nobody really <clears throat> big. John. But, uh, yeah. He's got like 18 mm. fights here now. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm seeing him here. 18 and 0, 17 stoppages. Not a really big heavyweight. Six foot three. Mm hmm. Kazakh. That's crazy. Oh, he got it. He has a win over, uh, he knocked out Joey. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400 horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. 
The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Jaco, or I, I don't know how you say his name, but I've seen him fight a number I of times. I think it's He's like the, journeyman. The, the very cool. <laughs> Okay, that Vaco, yeah, I, I've seen him fight a number of times. He's like a journeyman type fighter, so he stopped yeah. him. Cool, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check this guy out because I don't think I've seen him for sure. Really. Mm. Intriguing yeah, though, he stopped uh, Duhapas, so hey. Mm-hmm. So he's fought a lot in uh, Germany and. Yeah, most of these like uh, former Soviet guys, they go to Germany first and then. You know, like with yeah, the Twitch groups, if they get really successful, then they move to USA. <laughs> oh, yeah, he has a lot of fights in Belarus as well. Oh, yeah, right. Cool. Cool. That's Interesting stuff. Minsk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, those things. No joke. That's how you know, uh, you know you're feeling the stuff that is coming. He's like anticipating like crazy. Like, oh, my goodness. Breaking his ankles like he was in a basketball match. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. That's that skill set right there. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough to deal with. So, yeah, he's going to be a problem for sure. So, it'll be interesting to yeah. see if uh, any of these guys uh, step in with him. Then, uh, Slav, I don't know if you saw Jamel Herring. Did you catch him fighting uh, this Ortiz cat? I forget no, unfortunately. I just saw that he lost. That was sad. I'm really a fan <laughs> because mostly because he's such a nice guy, you know. But he's yeah, yeah, pretty, he's a pretty good fighter. But maybe now I don't know. Maybe he's just past his best. Office. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't really kick it into another gear. Um, so I think this is just basically a holdover from, you know, or, or almost like a continuation of sort of his slide from the Shakir Stevenson fight because he just couldn't kick it into another gear with this yeah. uh, younger fighter here, and yeah. it wasn't a it, it was a it was not a like great fight, not even a good fight I would say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Ortiz, yeah, he did more, and he probably did rightfully deserved to win and he ended up getting the nod and Jamel yeah yeah I mean I think uh fight night scores or uh big fish Vega someone was saying uh on Twitter that he's alluded to that he and him being done now in terms of hanging up the gloves or whatever Jamel mm-hmm. that is yeah I think that would be probably the best for him I think no yeah he doesn't want to get any more beat beat things beat beat downs by younger guys he's like he's yeah. also kind of you know what 36 seven years old something yeah and this is at 135 and he said he could go down to um yeah um, that's also the, the problem <laughs> that pathway to a title either way you slice it anywhere around 130 up to 140 is just gonna be a tough pathway yeah. you know so yeah, this might be the best move because getting to a title is 
Yeah. I see he has fought at light at 135 before also, but uh, yeah, I guess he didn't do so well, so he switched to 130, and that's where he found his success. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so, yeah, but, you know, he had a uh, decent career. I feel he uh, overachieved in some sense, you know. Uh, yeah, he he's just a tall, tall guy. It's not easy. It wasn't easy, certainly, making 130 for him, I imagine. So, yeah. <laughs> at 5'10", you know. Yeah, he, he seemed to be uh, into it before the fight. He, you, know, you could tell he wanted to continue to box, but, yeah, this probably was a good sign there, though. I really, he's a class act. Yeah, that's right, Rodolfo. Yeah, yeah, he certainly is. Alvarado, so Alvarado to Nicaragua and fought. But um, there was another one I wanted to mention. Uh, yeah, it was Ming and Pascal. We were talking about that. This oh, yeah. was a, a heavyweight <laughs> fight. Uh, John Pascal um, work, has worked his way into another victory. And uh, just when you think he's down and out, he somehow seems to manage to get something going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he took a fun long mound. Yeah, he wasn't. It seems like he. I mean, he wasn't really tested that that uh, much. Man, uh, have a good one, Fight Night Scores, man. Appreciate you dropping by. Definitely, everyone, follow Fight yeah, Night Scores. Good stuff they have going. I think it's beneficial to the sport as a whole. So, so See definitely, you. we'll certainly be catching up. Gonna have to get you on one of these days as well. All right, enjoy. Bye bye. <laughs> definitely enjoy. But yeah, um, yeah, John Pascal. So he beat Fan Long Ming. I actually uh, purchased that fight, uh, and it's through ProBox.tv, which is this new little app right. type thing. They have a website. You have to sign up through the website, but they also have an app. It has backing by uh, it has backing by Antonio Tarver. Roy right. Jones, and I'm guessing Pauli Malinaji because that was the broadcast as well. And they have Mike Goldberg, who I believe is the guy who used to do these UFC fights. Um, uh, and and uh, it was a, I actually thought it was a nice production. It was good hearing Tarver again because you know we used to hear him on Showtime when he was there, and then uh, Roy Jones, of course, he was doing his thing. Um, so it's interesting. They're, they they yeah. claim that they're going to put on at least two to three fights per year uh and i think that's interesting so I, mm. or not per year i'm sorry but per month and right. from a month to month yeah 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 from a month to month perspective it's like uh i want to say it's like 199 or something like that but you could purchase the annual subscription for 18 dollars. so i just went mm. ahead and got the annual subscription that's not bad um and the fights uh were, cool. the fights were very good fights a lot of guys you might not know but uh these are probably some guys of the future and all that stuff and there were some good fights that were uh, being broadcast on here yeah of course and uh yeah. always some new guys you know on the horizon always uh, some strange faces and you know they get less strange as you follow yeah. them yeah, I'm going to have to look a bit more into it, but I saw that they had some type of tournament-style formatting for, I'm guessing it's for a particular weight class or whatever. I, I didn't catch it fully, but I did They did. I did see the bracket, so I don't know the details of it. So that's something I'm going to have to look oh, into. So I think that plays in it as well. They're going with a tournament-style bracketed formatting, which I think I always like those in the sport of boxing when done right, single elimination style, and I think they bring out 
the best in them. You know, I've, I've always touted the World Boxing Super Series as being a, a very great with that. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I always kind of liked Tarver as, as a color commentator. And, uh, yeah, know, yeah. Kind yeah. of, uh, yeah. <laughs> I agree. Same here. So, yeah, it was good seeing him back in the mix. Um, so I think he's going to be a regular part of this ProBox.TV. Um, so that's definitely something worth uh, checking out, especially here. Because I think Roy Jones somehow, he just, I don't know, he sounded too too tense almost to me whenever he yeah. was talking, you know, or he was just trying to, you know, to be better than the other two commentators. You don't remember when he started arguing with Larry, uh, Larry Merchant, yeah. I think. He goes, no, Larry, see, they get it. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I remember he said, you you never been in a fight, you know, you don't know how it is to, you know. <laughs> Larry just said, I think we can disagree without, you know, being too aggressive. <laughs> he was Roy. like, yeah, yeah, yeah that Roy. You know, I was surprised uh, we didn't see, um, as far as I know, Jim Lampley pop back up in any boxing broadcast, you know. No, <laughs> I, him, I don't really miss, I must say, I never... Yeah, yeah. I'm just surprised that he was like he's like done for good, seemingly. I don't know yeah. if he's done any stuff that uh I just don't know of or whatever, but I was surprised that he hung them up for good, seemingly at least. Yeah, I mean HBO boxing they had their like golden agent, but that's over, of course, and uh Yeah. They were just becoming too you know, boring, I guess too. Just the same old faces, same old voices all the time, you know, for so long. Yeah, I think they did a good job before they closed of uh, yeah. bringing these flyweights to uh, light, the uh, super flyweights and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but Showtime, you know, they started getting a number of fighters as well and kind of surpassed them from overall yeah. production. I'm also happy now that uh, <laughs> Michael Buffer is gone. Jimmy Lennon Jr. gets more, you know, oh, gets yeah. his space. <laughs> because I kind of liked with Jimmy better as an uh, announcer. Yeah. I never was like into those big, like, booming, like, screaming announcers. Like, also Diamante. I don't like him. <laughs> For instance, oh, David <laughs> Diamante. Yeah, I like David Diamante. <laughs> I mean, did you hear how much he screamed last night before at what yeah. scene? Yeah. Oh, something like that. I was like, <laughs> shut up already. <laughs> uh, shout out to Raph. Uh, Raph Velez, I believe his name is. He's another one of these announcers out of a uh, Right. Area. I, I think, think it was funny. Did you ever? There's a fight. I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but it was like Razor Ruddock versus Phil Jackson. I don't know if you remember that. Mm, no. Doesn't there was a know. boxer called Phil Jackson. It wasn't the. Yeah, Bulls, not the basketball coach. Not right? the Bulls coach or Lakers. <laughs> But anyway, there was a woman announcing that fight. That was so funny. There was this woman, and she was like, eh, like doing like this. This is Razor Rada. It was she sounded so funny, like Bill <laughs> Jackson, like that. No, I haven't uh, heard that one. I like uh, Christina Poncher. She uh, uh, announces some fights for uh, the, the big teeth lady. Yeah. <laughs> That is funny. But, yeah, I think Christina Poncher does a good job 
Um, yeah. I believe she's with Top Rank, guys. She does some of their stuff. A yeah, lot that, of the open other one, what's her name? Michelle. Uh, was it Michelle? I think or, uh, she actually is the interviewer mostly, but. Uh, mm, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah number of them. Heidi Mundrell is one. But anyway, she was like, I, I, I read, I saw her, I was surprised in an interview recently. She was like, seeing how fed up she is with her job because she just travels all the time. She has to travel around <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> funny. What's her name? Well, I think she has like, an, uh, she looks kind of Latin, but her name is not Latin, really. I, I know there's this one, uh, Claudia Trejos, who is, uh, I think she's good. Yeah. All right. I don't know her really well. She's usually on the Golden Boy stuff. Um, I think her name is Michelle, but I can't remember her last Michelle, name. Michelle, like Phelps something or something? Yeah, yeah. Phelps. something Phelps or something. Michelle, I think I Joy, Joy Phelps, something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, that's who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she's fed up with all that traveling. I feel yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shout Scrap. out to Scrapbook Boxing. Shout out to Scrapbook. Uh, appreciate you dropping in a hey, scrapbook. Be sure to visit Scrapbook Boxing. I mean, if you want to learn something about the history, look no further than Scrapbook Boxing. I'm telling you right now, if you're into the history of boxing, you need to check out his stuff. I'm into the history, so I'm checking it out all the time. You know, it, uh, it has been an inspiring for me as well to keep pushing on some of the historic stuff and creating these videos. But shout out Scrapbook Freaking Boxing doing his thing. He's got a story history. <laughs> He's got a lot of scraps in his scrapbook. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, without a doubt. I think, he, yeah, he's the king of the scrapbooks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Seltzer is saying Charlo Plant or Mar Morel next. Why should be Andre? Is this for uh, Benavidez, uh, uh, Big Fish? Andre Durell. Hmm. Yeah, Andre, he's still hanging out, out there, hanging around out there. It's funny. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, who would have thought? The, the fact that uh, Ward is retired in the uh, Hall of Fame, yeah. and they kind of were in there, in the mix together there. And Anthony Durrell is pretty much done. So you know, he's uh, he's the younger brother, right? He's younger than Andre. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's a little bit younger, by maybe a year or two. Yeah, not that much. Yeah, I was watching. It was so funny when you know Andre Durrell when he had that uh, fight against Arthur Abraham, and he was like, he "Oh was yeah," like, and he was he was going on. I lost. I got dropped, and then you see Anthony behind him going, "No, you didn't. You were, <laughs> he hit you like a bitch." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. That was crazy. That was uh, yeah. this was part of World Boxing Super Six. Uh, super, yeah, super six world boxing classic. I got the little poster over there, but yeah, all, all yeah. of uh, Andre Durrell's fights were uh crazy. That one with yeah. Frost was ugly and crazy. It was just a crazy <laughs> fight, one of the ugliest fights ever. Yeah, shame. He's got he got always had talent, but he never had you know really like yeah. guts, you might say. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. Claudia Trejos with Golden Boy on his own. Yeah, Claudia Trejos. Yeah, I like uh, Claudia. Yeah, I think she uh, does a good job. Yeah, Google her. <laughs> Claudia. Oh, yeah. You, you, I'm sure you've seen her before. You've probably seen her on some stuff. Trejos. 
Yeah, scrapbook boxing again. Shout out, definitely appreciate uh appreciate you dropping through. Hmm. Oh yeah, well shout out scrapbook three K subs. Hey, making major moves there. Yes sir, yes sir. Uh, that's good stuff right there. And may the more continue to be the merrier. You know what I'm saying? So that's some good stuff. But definitely uh check him out. If you check out Random Acoustic Thoughts as well, you'll see that they've done some stuff as well where it's had him on. So, and shout out Boxing Library. And uh, I know he dropped into the last one. Uh, another one, if you want to get some get insight on the historic stuff um, that is out there. Yeah, those are some good pages to check out, you know. Yeah. A lot of content. Without a doubt. But yeah, um, so yeah. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, we talked about Castanio, Castro, and all that stuff. I still need to watch that uh, Tony Yoka fight against Bacoli just oh, yeah. to see what happened. But, uh, Me too, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, um, yeah, I mean, we've had some pretty good uh, last few weeks, and uh, or I would say the last uh, two months have been some pretty decent yeah. that was going on. Been good since April. It's been getting better, I guess. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of... Uh, 2016. I thought 2016 was a good boxing year. Oh, yeah. Uh, 2017 yeah, right. as well. It was, but, yeah. Uh, that was around the time we started getting to, like the Thurman versus Porter type fights. And this was uh, in the yeah. aftermath of Mayweather Pacquiao, you know. So, and the uh, first, I think, first call award fight was at the end of that year. Well, I think to 2016. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Might have been. Yeah. Yeah, I I know the second one is was in June seventeen. Uh, yeah, twenty seventeen. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we covered all the recent stuff that is uh, kind of notable out there. Uh, yep. So yeah, at this point, um, yeah, it was a good thing. Uh, I, I don't know if you have any other topics, or maybe we save it for another time. You know. Yeah, I think no, I don't have it right now. I think it's better, yeah, save for the next okay. time. Cool, cool, good to go. Well, I, I dropped this video, it's on my profile. Tommy Silvanone, and shout, shout out Tommy yeah. Silvanone. I got to spend some time with him back in 2018 when he's I traveled to Finland. Guy. He's a Finnish <laughs> boxer, uh, I think he's a talented guy, and um, I, I, I did a video on him, and uh, I, I, it's worth checking out. Uh, Tony Silvanone and representing Finland, which you know is not a hotbed for boxing, but they have had uh, you know some guys are doing their thing. Robert Herlinius being the uh, probably yeah. the top guy coming out of there, who's still at this point a player in the heavyweight division. So interesting yeah. stuff for sure. Mm. But yeah, outside of that, mm. man, appreciate you coming on. Hey, I appreciate everybody uh, dropping in. You know, we usually sometimes these things go forever, go on forever, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, this this time we're gonna have a little short uh, because yeah, last time, yeah, it was very long. <laughs> yeah, reasonable, <laughs> reasonable for sure. So yeah, yeah, shout out to everybody. But yeah, be sure to check out check out everyone's page. Follow Boz, definitely Boz Ajanovic. You'll see him on there. Follow Big Fish Vega. Shout out, it's good uh, connecting with your Big Fish. Shout out Scrapbook, of course. Appreciate you jumping in, Rodolfo. As always, appreciate you jumping in, buddy. Definitely uh, hit up Rodolfo and then uh, Random Acoustic Thoughts. I know he dropped in. He might be off now, but yeah. shout out Random. As mentioned, we have some uh, some stuff that is uh, coming about. So, um, yeah, yeah, we appreciate everyone yeah. dropping in. <laughs> yeah, we really appreciate you being here. It's 
it's game just yeah. like having an, another like uh, yeah twist to this because we've been doing this all by ourselves for some time you know before and uh, oh yeah yeah, nice yeah 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 some someone else you know taking part, part <laughs> in this yeah, I think moving to the live format has definitely helped. So yeah, that's a good thing. So thanks yeah. Rodolfo. Thanks Rodolfo. Cheers. Oh, yes, yes. Shout out without a doubt. Big is gonna have to get you out here one of these times. You know, we can talk some uh some of the great Puerto Rican boxers who've uh who've yeah. uh, blessed us with some uh some amazing fights. Yeah, uh, Benitez, right. Trinidad, freaking can go on and on. You know, Cotto. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good guys. We can even take it back. Alfredo Gomez, man, a lot of stuff we can yeah. chat about. So, Esteban uh, de Jesus, even. <laughs> oh, yeah, Esteban de Jesus, you know. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, definitely um, we'll check all you out. And, uh, yeah. hey, so have a good one. Have a good one. The future will be amazing, and that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.